Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today's show is provided for entertainment and general information purposes. Opinions expressed are those of the presenter only. We make no promises or guarantees of investment performance. Online Trading Academy is not a broker, dealer, certified financial planner, or registered investment advisor. Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Warby, and I am here with the incomparable Nigel Cave. For those of you joining us for the first time, Nigel and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 25 years of service. All right, it's been an exciting week. Well, it matters on who I mean, you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exciting for who? It's, it's exciting for me. Well, yeah, it's been exciting for us, for sure. <laughs> but I can tell there's probably a lot of pain out there to that whole retail trader crowd. Well, in fact, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the, and, and we mentioned this a little bit last week because uh, people that are coming in are looking a little bit more panicked these days. They do. Yeah. Yeah, and they should be. <laughs> you know, for the most, most people should be. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that because, interestingly enough, uh, we we had somebody that um, has commented on our show and and told us what we need to talk about and it's going to be interesting to see how we handle it because mm-hmm. uh, you know what the comment was was hey you're not telling everybody how bad this could get mm-hmm. you've got you've got to actually let people know which is you, funny. you guys are too happy yeah <laughs> yeah exactly we're, we're <laughs> saying hey there might be a positive outlook on this and this guy's like. No, 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 no. You need to tell people how bad this can be. <laughs> At any rate, we've got uh, two new pieces of important news. Lots of news. Most of it not important. You know, it just means absolutely nothing. But the two pieces of important news um, are these. Number one, inflation hits a 40-year high with the consumer price index hitting 7.9% in February. And that's kind of big news. And remember, that's not uh, counting oil Oil over the last couple of weeks has been really skyrocketing. These numbers are yeah. pulled from the previous month. And so the oil that's now impacting huh. the new one will be next month's yeah, we'll, report. We'll, we'll see that next month. That's, so that's it can get much higher. Yes. Yes. At any rate, so this is going to make it difficult for the Federal Reserve to be very dovish in this coming meeting on the 16th. There were thoughts that they would probably back off from raising rates or back off from selling the bonds that they've been collecting, that $9 trillion mm-hmm. you know, that they've got stored up. And because they've been admitting, hey, yeah, the markets are super weak, especially with what's going on with mm-hmm. Ukraine and, and Russia, and understand that Ukraine and Russia – we, we don't have a lot of interaction with them directly, but, hey, we are part of the world. Mm-hmm. And they are big suppliers of certain things in the markets, and those certain things now being stopped because, of course, we've got sanctions against Russia, and that stops their exports. And Ukraine just can't export. Mm-hmm. Those things are going to impact the supply and demand. And it already has. We've seen that. The uh, commodities have just been jumping. Well, and wheat, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but commodities can only go up so much in one day. And wheat did what they call a limit up. It hit the highest it could go in that trading day and sat there. And they turned it off and said, nope, can't go any higher. The next day, did the same thing. Right. Just madness. 
Yeah. Uh, heating oil did that as well. Yep. Now, heating oil came back down because mm-hmm. we opened up our stores. Uh, the U.S. opened up stores to to Europe. But it's still going to be higher than it was, much higher, because, uh, well, it costs more to ship it out there. It's a supply and demand problem, right? Yeah. Uh, same demand, not as much supply. Yep. Prices have to go up. Yeah. So, you know, what what all of that means is is that inflation is not going to be slowing down. Uh, some of what we're seeing in inflation is simply that we've printed a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so we were naturally going to see the inflation from that that massive uh, drop in cash, mm-hmm. right? Or not drop, but rise in in the supply of cash, I should say. Yes, yeah. And, and then some of it is supply problems, but these are just acerbating supply problems. Mm-hmm. And so that will play into uh, the overall inflation. You know, but inflation's a funny thing. Once it starts going up and once it gets to a certain limit, it, it starts feeding on itself. Yeah, it's hard to stop it. Yeah. Um, and so even if the supply problems calm down, that doesn't mean that inflation's going to, uh, which is why the Fed is very anxious to start moving against it by raising rates and stop, you know, the or start selling off their Well, and, and they've inventory. tried to be very, um, and I hate, this is such a weird word, dovish. I know they love using that word, dovish. Yeah. And do it 0.25%. But I wouldn't be surprised if March 16th they come around and do a 0.5. Now, if they do that, that is going to be a shock in the market. We are going to see a market drop. Yes. Uh, Market hates surprises. It does. Now, the thing is, is that everybody worries about inflation. Nobody knows what to do with it. Turns out there are things you can do with it Mm -hmm. or about it. All right. Um, Both inside of the protection realm and with regard to, you know, how do I overcome it in the future is I, I've got to be able to make more money because this is eating into my current budget, mm-hmm. right? You've got to fight it on both fronts. There are things that you can do. We talk about those in our three-hour power trading and investing workshop. Um, and and this, is an, this is so important that you really should take the time to come to our complimentary power trading and investing workshop. You know, um, figure out how to combat this, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would register for that class by calling us. The phone number is 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word TRADER to 25029. Again, that's TRADER to 25029. All right. So the next bit of important news that I wanted to talk about, and you know, inflation is going to come up again in the program because it's just, <laughs> it's hefty. It's, yeah. it's having such an impact, you know, at, at any rate. But the next bit of news is that the House of Representatives passed a $1.5 trillion spending bill. They are saying, hey, we need more money. We're going to spend $1.5 trillion. We're going to print $1.5 trillion more. Which causes what? Uh, more inflation? Hmm. How interesting. Well, you know, I've been watching, I've been watching our politicians for a long time, and I've, I'm not. I, I just, I struggle to see the intelligence in some of what they do. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, it's just, I don't know. My gunnery sergeant. I, for those of you who've been listening, know that I uh, retired from the Marine Corps, and and uh, for the first couple of years in the Marine Corps, I was enlisted. My gunnery sergeant loved to uh, say this every time an officer walked in the room. And then I became an officer, of course. But, uh, you know, every time an officer walked in the room, eh, the most, uh, the two, the two most, um, what, how did he say it? He said the two most common elements in the universe is hydrogen and stupidity. 
<laughs> I sense a lot of one of those in the room today, and it ain't hydrogen. <laughs> every time I hear that, yeah, I, I, or every time I see uh, see the Congress printing Congress more money, that yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of. That's what I think. Oh, of. that's funny. Yeah. At any rate, you know, um, the politicians keep talking about inflation as it's a bad thing, and we want to stop it, but then they talk about how the answer to it is printing more money. And that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, but my message is, is that if you want to get out of a pit, you've got to stop digging in the pit. You, mm-hmm. You've got to start, you know, getting up out of the pit. <laughs> uh, printing more money is not going to help our inflation problem. Ultimately, it's just not. So, you know, those geniuses up at Congress, they need to figure it out. Uh, the Federal Reserve has already made statements that indicate that printing more money was a bad idea. And, you know, because of that... And, and understand, this bill was kind of passed wonk, in a wonky way anyway. Mm-hmm. But when it, it, it passed the House, when it gets to the Senate, it's probably going to get killed. I mean, we hope so, because if inflation is already at a 40-year high, we don't yeah. need to make it higher. Anyway, we'll talk more about what's going on when we get back, but we've got to take a break. So during the break, get registered for one of our Power Trading and Investing Workshops. Uh, to register, call 8448-TRADER, that's 844-887-2337, or text the word TRADER to 25029. Again, that's TRADER to 25029. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears presented by Online Trading Academy. I am Aaron and I will be the bear today. And that leaves Nigel with all the bull. Uh, yeah, no, nope, bears, very bears. Very, I'm sorry. Bears. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting too close to this Fed meeting and I am not confident that we're not going to get some type of rug pull. Yeah. And just knock us down. <laughs> yeah. Well, a rug pull, especially in the Fed meeting, would absolutely slap us down. Yes, absolutely it no would. doubt about that. And we entered bear territory today just in time for a bounce back out of bear territory. Or not today, I'm sorry. This week, this yeah. last week. Uh, just in time for a bounce out. And then, of course, the next day it went right back down. Now, <laughs> if you've been listening to the show, you would have recognized that because I defined bear trap or bull trap. Mm-hmm. And you would have recognized a bull trap right there. All right. Um, all of the indicators were bad. The indicator that was the, the you know, the, the day before the, this bull trap came the day before the announcement of the uh, of the inflation, the CPI. Yeah. Which was going to be Bad. not good. Yeah. And the market's going up. Well, no apparent ha- reason. I have something interesting from actually Bank of America. Bank okay. of America, yeah. their analysts said in a note to their clients on Tuesday that professional investors like hedge funds have been dumping stocks during the recent sell-off, while retail investors have continued to keep searching for buying opportunities. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you that there is a mixed message out there, I, I mean, I can't understand how... As a, as a retail person, how you just keep buying and buying and buying and buying, what do you expect to happen here? You know, but we've gone through 12 straight years of it's always bounced back fast, right? That's but we true. might have some down days, but it's always just come right back. Uh, we've got a whole, for lack of a better term, generation of investors, mm-hmm. all right, thinking that a generation means that they're just getting into it within the last 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, We've got a whole generation that have never seen a real bear market, not well, one that they've participated and in. And over the last couple of years, really, they had cats picking stocks, they had monkeys picking stocks, and these things were all doing fantastic. Right. So really, you could, you could buy just about anything, and it'd be going up. Yeah. And I think those times have changed. 
Yes. And Warren Buffett just proved it, right? Um, because all of a sudden Warren Buffett is king again. Is he? He is. Yep. Well, <laughs> He's back up to one of the wealthiest people in in the world. Oh, because he He's has pulled out. most of his money out of the market while other people are taking this hit. Well, he was prepared for this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we kind of talked about him, him being prepared for it almost six months. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go. He's, well, he's been preparing for, yeah, more than a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, people think of him as the ultimate buy and hold guy, but he hasn't done that since since this, you know, 80s. He hasn't done that since the 80s. Yeah. He is a trader and he times the market. Mm-hmm. And he has timed this market. Now, did he hit the absolute top? No. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to pick the exact top or the exact bottom. Yeah. But he was prepared for the drop. And so when the drop started this, uh, you know, in February, he was ready for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, he's back on top. How about that? Anyway, we told you during the last uh, segment that we were uh, we were kind of talked to by uh, one of the listeners who told us that we absolutely had to tell everybody how bad things could get and where the problems really were. Now, if you've been listening to me, you know that I am not naturally a fear monger, and I have no wish to be, okay? There are very few things that I think you can't turn into a positive. And so when I talk in the past, I'll tell you what's kind of going on, but then we want to talk about how to overcome it and want to put a, a good spin on it, uh, some, some happy face. Mm-hmm. And I'm simply going to do that. But I'm just going to go through for the next few minutes and list all of the things in the economy that are not good. <laughs> okay? That could drag the market would, down. Would drag the market down. Now, the market is not the economy and everybody should know that. Mm-hmm. Okay? 2020 proved it. The economy, the state of the economy in 2020 uh, with everybody hiding and and uh not spending as much mm-hmm. was just terrible. The only thing keeping us afloat was government money, which was ultimately you know, promising to kill us in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Still, the stock market, you know, uh, was going up record pace. Mm-hmm. And so the economy was suffering. The market wasn't. Now, the economy is going to suffer again. Uh, the trick is, is, you know, how do you convince the market to keep going up? Well, the, the way they convinced it last time was by printing a bunch of money to drive the market up. Yeah. But now they don't want to do that because they've well, seen what it the house, Yeah, the House. Well, the House wants to, but yeah, the House Fed, representatives just passed $1.5 trillion bill. At least the, the Federal Reserve has said, hey, more. guys, uh, this is bad. We should stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have said that. Yeah. At, at any rate, so, you know, let's go through it. And I think that the first one that we have to say, we have to acknowledge that inflation and we've been talking about this for, I don't know, how many, what, a year and a half? A long Easy. time. Yeah, very long time. Yeah. Uh, a year and a half ago, my number one concern about the economy overall in the long term was inflation. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, inflation is bad and going to get worse. All right? Uh, inflation is bad for business as people tend to migrate towards the cheapest solutions You know, due to the limited funds that they have and the rising prices. Mm-hmm. They still want their quality of living, but they start shifting towards cheaper prices and uh, clipping coupons and and things like that going to 
you know, going to secondhand stores a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that hurts much of the business out there that is not part of that, you know, the, the lowest common denominator type uh, yeah. market. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to hurt there. It's going to be bad for retirement. I mean, I don't think people understand how bad for retirement inflation is. So just let's put in, let's put some numbers together, okay? If we keep uh, just 7.5% inflation, now this, this last month we jumped up to 7.9, mm-hmm. okay? But if we just kept that for four years, which, by the way, is what happened. I mean, it, it was longer than that back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're actually jumping in on inflation jumping to higher inflation prices faster than we did back in the 70s. So it could get worse. Yeah. Right. Um, But if we just kept 7.5% for the next four years, not getting any worse, your living expenses, let's just say that your current living expenses are Mm -hmm. $100,000, to stay at the same uh, level. Lifestyle. Lifestyle level. All right. It's going to cost you $130,000 four years from now. All right. That's... You're talking about a 30% jump in expenses. You're spending that. That's that's a huge bite out of people's uh, retirement. Your your retirement is all of a sudden, you know, lasting almost a third less, mm-hmm. a, a third I don't know shorter. It's yeah, a third shorter almost, and that's that could be devastating. Well, and right? a lot of people don't understand that there are ways to use money in in retirement accounts to generate. Um, more money, generate yes. an income or protect your portfolio a little bit with things. And yeah. so you kind of have to look towards that to count, counteract the effects of well, inflation. Not only that, but you have to be more effective. Yes. Your, your percentage has to be more effective than the inflation rate. So if the inflation rate is 7.5% and Warren Buffett has predicted and Dan Ackerman and all of the really big names that over the next decade, we will have zero real returns. Mm-hmm. You can't take, you know, if, if you're, uh, I don't know, looking to retire within the next 10 years or maybe even, you know, 20 years, you simply can't have a position where you're not actually beating inflation during those periods of zero growth. You have to do something besides what the market itself is going to do. Mm-hmm. You have to beat the market. You do. Now, there's no... Um, there's no mutual fund out there that has ever, ever beat the market over time. Yeah. All right. Um, and and certainly not a 401k. Well, and, 401ks and are much less effective. A dirty little secret about mutual funds. If you have a mutual fund and you hold it for 10 years and you have a 0% rate of return, you didn't get your money back after 10 years because you paid fees for that to sit in there for those 10 years. So really, it maybe took you 12 years or 13 years to actually get the same amount of money back you initially invested if yeah. the market goes nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, that's going to be really tough for those that are simply doing what, uh, kind of the general public knows how to do, which is simply let somebody else do it for them. Yeah. All right. Um, at least if Warren Buffett is right and over time he's tended to be right more often than wrong. Yeah. And that's why we tell people, you know, nobody cares about your money. Like you care about your money. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. Now inflation is good for the jobs market. All right. People seek for part-time work after their full-time job to supplement their income. And that means that they're, that, you know, they're, 
or fewer job spots open. And so the jobs market actually looks really good during high inflationary periods. Hmm. Um, now, that's not good for everybody else because, hey, they didn't have to have a second job before, and now they have to have a second job. Yeah. Right? So that work-life balance really goes out the window. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's bad for the housing market. Inflation is bad for the housing market as it becomes necessary to raise interest rates to combat inflation, mm-hmm. raising interest rates means fewer people are going to be able to afford the kind of houses that they used to, right? So, for instance, um, you know, people don't buy to the price of the house. They buy to the price of the mortgage. Yes. And so, has, will my paycheck support that big of a mortgage? Well, you know, a, a, a $750,000 home at 2%, which is what we had last year, mm-hmm. you can get into a, a $750,000 home uh, for, um, you know, at 2% for just $2,500 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Uh, really, kind of. Now it's like $3,500 a yeah. month. Well, now it's thirty five, and, and if we actually get back to the 7%, now it's up at 5000 and you're going to just have people that can't afford the 750 and because people are going to be underwater, they're not going to be able to sell the 750 They're going to be able to sell maybe a $400,000 home mm-hmm. to the people that would move into that area. They can't sell the 750 And so the, then all of a sudden, the only thing selling in the neighborhood are the foreclosures, which are going at the 400000 or less. And now all of the home prices are being knocked down, right? Yeah. In the neighborhood that used to sell the 750, it gets knocked down. Well, and there was so, there was an interesting article actually about uh, mortgages in yeah. the West Coast of the United States. Forty percent or to fifty percent of people's paycheck goes to their mortgage. On the East Coast, it's only like twenty five percent. So yeah. people on the West Coast get affected a lot more because when rates start to raise up and inflation starts to go, they can't afford the lifestyle that they've been living because they're paying too much for those mortgages and other things. Yeah, so, so they either uh, move into less wealthy neighborhoods than mm-hmm. they used to, or they stop buying as much, stop buying. which then affects businesses and stock prices go yeah. down. That's exactly right. <laughs> At any rate, so yeah, bad for the um, typically bad for the housing market, real estate market, which is a huge driver of the GDP, mm-hmm. huge driver of the economy on on whole, and so this generally bad for the economy. Um, it's bad for the currency. All right, every. Every currency that has ever failed has failed because of inflation, and inflation feeds upon itself. And so the real fear at the Fed right now is, holy crap, we're sitting on something, and if it gets out of hand, we could be like all of those other countries, and there are several countries right now where their currency is simply failing. Hmm. All right, uh, Ethiopia, Turkey, Russia. Argentina. <laughs> yeah, or Argent- yeah. Um, Russia, definitely. Yeah. Right? The, the ruble just... It's worthless. Well, the ruble used to be worth one cent to our dollar, and now it's worth point zero zero eight, so less than a cent yes. to our dollar. Yes, it's taken a real beating. Um, at any rate, so yeah, high inflation is probably the number one. That mm-hmm. that is the worst case scenario, and that is why right now, even though the the Federal Reserve is saying, yeah, we see that the economy is weak, we're still going to go ahead and raise interest rates and sell off uh, sell off our holdings. They're nine trillion dollars worth of holdings because we have to stop this inflation, even if it's going to take the market down. Mm-hmm. And they have telegraphed; they have said it a couple of times. Yes, we recognize that this is going to take the the stock market down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be knocked down a peg. Um, they want to ease into it so it doesn't just drop off the map. Something like what we're seeing in Russia, right? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, they know that it's going down. 
And all of us should accept that that's reality and be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you can see it coming, you can act on it. Uh, don't just sit there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't be a deer in headlights. Yeah. Um, another thing that is kind of scary is that we've got really high corporate debt, and that should be a concern, especially with raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. All right. This will rob companies of their ability to use profits, to use revenues in order to grow their companies. And when that happens, typically we see the stock price uh, either drop or just stay even. Yeah, because as the Fed raises interest rates, it raises their interest rates. Because it's not like a 30-year loan where they lock in 2.5% for 30 years. Yeah. It's a fluctuating rate. Yeah. And so they don't get to lock in those really right. low rates. Anyway, we've got more to talk about on this, okay? And uh, and if, if you're scared, don't be. Uh, just listen to the next uh, half of the show because we'll talk. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Talk about how to overcome it um, after we get through talking about the scary stuff. But in the meantime, give us a call because we answer how to work with all of this in our three-hour power trading and investing workshop. So give us a call and get registered for one of those uh, classes. You would register by calling 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word TRADER to 25029. Again, that's TRADER to 25029. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the show. For those of you just joining us, this is The Bulls and the Bears presented by Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education. We're a little bit more than halfway through. Uh, we've been talking mostly about some scary things because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what that's what uh, our listener told us that everybody needed to hear. Yeah, he said so that we'll we, try it we, weren't, uh, we weren't scaring people enough at what yes. could possibly happen. Yes, we, we needed everybody to understand what, what could happen so that they could act Mm-hmm. on it yes because people only act when they're either scared or hurt yeah it's usually like well and, and a lot of people are hurt right now because the because the markets have been down since the beginning of the year and they're like hey what the heck i've been buying stuff like i did the last couple of years and it's not working out yeah yeah but you know every, how many of them are really expecting that the market 
could you know should go up. But actually, I think that most people are just sitting there thinking, well, okay, the market's going to go down, and there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. And that's wrong. That's false. Yeah, and there's plenty that people can do about it. But the other part of it is people do treat it like a gamble. They buy and buy and buy, and then they just – we call it buy and hope instead of buy and hold because you are buying it and hoping that it goes up. Well, and so the crazy thing is is that we're trained you know, that, that even if we know it's going down, we should just hold on to it while mm-hmm. it's going down. Now, that makes zero logical sense, but that's the way we're trained. Yeah. Right? Because they don't – money managers don't want you pulling your money out because then they stop getting paid. Mutual funds yes. don't want you pulling your money out because then they stop getting paid. They want all of your money invested at all times so they can continue to get paid. Well, if they don't have money invested, they don't get paid. Uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to uh, – I don't know, to tell dirty secrets or tell everybody – <laughs> that, you know, people are bad. I, I really think that that there are even money managers think that that's the right thing to do, even yeah. if it doesn't make any logical sense. That's obviously the right. That's thing the way to do. they've been trained. That's what it. their grandparents told them. Yeah, you know. Well, okay. And you know, try as I might, sometimes we get people in and we'll we'll actually sit there and and look at the markets and over the last twenty years and mm-hmm. we'll we'll go through and run scenarios. There is still no talking people out of their opinions. Sometimes, even if all of the numbers give a different story. Yeah. Even if even if there are strategies out there that worked much better and are likely to work, you know, have every chance of working better in the future. No talking them out of it. Well, and I've seen this people just core belief. In in positions where they're negative a half a million dollars and they refuse to think that they should have gotten out. They're like, yeah. no, it'll come back. That belief system is oh. dangerous. But it will. You know, the thing is, is that Maybe. somebody tells you that uh, that the market's going to bounce back over time. Yeah, it will. Unless the company goes out of business. Well, I'm talking about the market in general. Oh, okay. It, it is going to bounce back. Well, the one right? person I, I was talking about, a specific person, and it was in an individual stock. Yes. And yes. so that may never come back. It might not. <laughs> so that's that's the, the danger In fact, part. I think I know the, you the probably stock you're do. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At any rate, so we've been talking about some, uh, you know, crazy or some some things that are happening that are really hurting our our economy and the markets now. They've been around for a while, but they haven't been hurting the markets until just recently. Uh, here are some more things that are going to hurt the markets and acerbate uh, acerbate inflation, which is the number one, well, the thing that's really hurting the markets most right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, the thing is, is that now we've got high fuel prices. Extremely yes. high. And, and it's, it's actually being complicated by supply chain problems that, uh, that this Ukraine thing is, is creating because um, now it's very politically unsafe mm-hmm. for any company to be buying oil from Russia mm-hmm. or any country to be buying oil from Russia. Oil or Russia supplies one third of all of the oil sold in the world. Yep. So you cut out a third of that, and you've got a supply and demand problem. You've got the same demand. People still want to drive their cars. We still need trucks to move stuff across the country to deliver supplies to our stores. But now we don't have as much uh, supply of it, and so the prices have to go up. And we've seen 16-cent jumps overnight in our local markets. Well, and what's crazy, too, is I actually read an article about, an, not an Uber driver, but a DoorDash type of thing where mm-hmm. they deliver groceries and stuff. Right. And he was like, you know, I, I don't take 80% of the jobs that come through because I'll end up losing money once I pay for my gas because right. gas prices have gone up so crazy. 
And I was like, wow, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. That means that those prices are going to have to go up, and, well, which means all the prices are going to go up. All prices are going to go up, yeah, because, uh, you know, like it or not, we don't supply everything that we need right here locally, nope. which means that it has to travel cross-country. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fuel. And if fuel prices are doubling, then the cost of transportation is probably doubling. Yeah. I know. Um, and so th- that's going to continue uh, pushing prices up in the near future, even if it's a supply chain problem. But again, you know, supply chain problems, uh, it's, g- it's good to talk. It's good to say, yeah, yeah, they'll go away someday. But inflation is kind of a self-licking, you know, ice cream cone here. Once it gets to a certain point, then the workers in the workforce demand higher wages to pay for well to pay for the increased prices i believe they call that a price uh a, a price wage spiral price wage spiral yes. is what it's called yes and so then wages are are increased now for the typical co- typical company the largest um the largest uh expense that the company has mm-hmm. is employees and so if the prices if their if their costs for employees spike they have no choice but to pass it on to the consumers by raising their price. And so it becomes this, you're right, an upward spiral. Yeah, right? of, of having to top one after another so people can afford to live, cost of living, right. all that stuff. Now, the oil prices are spiking, but that's actually been really good news for people in the commodities market. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right, because, because the prices have just been going up and this has been, it, it was telegraphed. You couldn't have you couldn't have asked for a better telegraph, mm-hmm. right? All of the countries came out were sanctioning oil. There was no guessing as to what the prices of oil were going to do. Yeah. You could have you could have bought it with with very little risk, and it's going to go up. Well, and and you know? the price of oil last Sunday hit one hundred and thirty dollars a barrel. Right in two thousand eight, the high was one hundred and forty nine. Yes, we're in dangerous and by the territory. Way, two weeks ago, ninety two. Yeah, so so it's just spiked. And a uh, good chance that we're going to see other spikes. Now, natural gas also took a spike. Heating oil took a mm-hmm. spike. You know, um, and, and so there's been opportunities there for those that understand how to take advantage of opportunities, even though it's really hurting the overall market. Mm-hmm. Hurting every, everything else, but there are bright spots. You've got to know where those bright spots are and simply know how to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. Right? And we can talk a little bit more about that later, but I want to get through a couple more. Because we've got supply chain problems throughout the world. In fact, it's enough that you've probably seen them on, your, uh, on, on the shelves. Right, there yeah. are things that uh, I don't know Walmart that just aren't there all of a sudden. Bare shelves. I saw in certain areas. I saw it at Chipotle. Chipotle. I get the same thing every time I go to Chipotle. It's thirty six dollars, yeah. and recently I paid forty four dollars, and I was like, that was a huge increase in price. <laughs> well, that was inflation. What I'm yeah. saying is, you know, so I I took my wife out to the restaurant the other day, and and I forget what it was we were trying to get, but whatever it was, they kept saying, oh, we're out of that, oh, oh we're out of that. And Yikes. it was just, you know, little things within the food that all of a sudden they're just out of. Yeah. They can't get a hold of them anymore. Um, and I go to the, you know, I go to Walmart and there's things, all of a sudden I go to the place where I've always picked it up mm-hmm. and the shelf is empty. It's just not there. And it's just random things. But yeah, those supply chain problems are still going throughout the world. Maybe this is going to be like uh, another run on toilet paper. Yeah. I'm just well, kidding. That's- <laughs> know, yeah. But the point is, is that that hurts the retailer's uh, profitability. Mm-hmm. Because if everything's out and there's no substitute for it, you simply don't buy it. 
So that's just a hole in what they used to, the, the revenue that they used to get. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, higher PPI numbers. Now, there's a difference between PPI and CPI. CPI is consumer price index, and PPI is producer price index. But because we've got higher producer price index, we have to expect that that's going to feed over to the CPI. Mm-hmm. So don't think that the um, that the inflation rate is going to go down as long as the producers keep seeing higher inflation prices than than the consumers. Yeah, because when they pay for it at a higher price, they have to transfer it to yes, their consumers. and they certainly will. Okay. Um, the second largest economy in the world and the 11th largest economy in the world have already acknowledged financial distress. China and Russia mm-hmm. have already expressed financial distress. And that will that's going to lead even to our recessionary uh, pressures not because of those countries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the fact is, is that we live in a global economy and what hurts the second largest and the 11th largest also hurts us. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you're seeing it in other countries that is going to be passed on. And that is a scary thing. All right. Um, yeah. The fact is we just don't live in a bubble. Now, the other scary thing we've been talking about this is that the fed is taking $9 trillion out of the markets. They've already announced it. They have to do it. That's going to hurt us. Let's talk about uh, more about that when we get back. In the meantime, give us a call and get registered for our class. Um, this is a power trading and investing workshop, and it teaches you how to overcome some of these problems and actually do better because of the problems. All right? But register for that class by calling 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word WEALTH to 25029. Again, that's WEALTH to 25029. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears. Here in our last couple of minutes, we still have a lot to talk about. In fact, I doubt we're going to get through everything because, well... um, you know, we we talked, we we mentioned everything that we wanted to, but we've been we go of, on tangents. We've been and we get going, a little lost. Yeah, eh, and here we are doing it again. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> let's get back to it. All right, we were talking about the Fed taking nine trillion out of the markets. Uh, to understand this, you have to understand that that since two thousand nine, mm-hmm. they have been buying uh, assets of the market, mm-hmm. and and that has uh, been building our markets up. In fact, uh, if you look at many economic reports, it will show a direct correlation with with a good part of the 385% of uh, the bull run that we saw between, uh, 2009, between 2009 and 2020, 2020 yeah. right, was directly responsible, or the, this $9,000 purchasing uh, program was mean $9 trillion? $9 trillion. $9,000, yeah. Okay, $9 trillion. So now they are getting rid of it. Well, when you buy, things go up. When you sell, things go down. Mm-hmm. They are selling a lot. Nine trillion dollars. Yeah. And that is really something that, that, you know, and the thing is, is that they've acknowledged, hey, we know that the markets are a little bit fragile right now because of inflation, because of uh, this Ukraine and, and Russia thing, because uh, China is already seeing, you know, bubbles pop mm-hmm. and their economy is already struggling. And that's the second largest economy out there. Um, you know, so even though we're seeing that, we still have to push forward with this because inflation could really get really nasty. All right. In fact, many people don't know this, but um, 
inflation has been the killer of all currencies out there that have died. Wow. I did not know that. Yes. And so, you know, controlling it is absolutely paramount on their minds right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will let the markets go down in order to keep everything or keep their currency alive. Well, and that's why I think we've heard big names like uh, Warren Buffett and Ray Dalio and uh, what was that other guy? Um, there was another. Ackerman. Ackerman. Dan Ackerman. Yeah. yeah. Say things like, oh, the market's going to go 50%. It's going to go 85%. Yeah, I mean, Ackerman's at 85%. Warren Buffett's at 50%. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think I'm going to throw my hat in the ring here. Uh, I'm saying like <laughs> 66%. And I'm, I say that because there's things like Fibonacci retracements and things like that that we look at. And that 66% is almost dead on of right. where I think it's going to stop. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's as good a guess as any, really. Yeah, why not? But no, that, that's a good technical analysis, and and I happen to agree with it because so many other uh, traders out there, and especially those in the large trading houses, mm-hmm. and you really have to understand, you know, the big banks and the big trading houses, which consider themselves banks, uh, they really do run the markets. They do. When they when they say it's going to go down, it's probably going down. Mm-hmm. And Nigel read that thing about the Bank of America. You know, saying, "Hey, the big banks have been selling off, but, but for some reason, retail's still retail buying. Is still buying. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. And what what that indicates is retail or the big the big banks that control the markets mm-hmm. say, no, this is going down. Mm-hmm. We're selling off, right? All right. So yeah, and they're saying somewhere between fifty and eighty five percent. Nigel here says sixty six percent. You know what? Dan Ackerman, um, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett's been playing this game for an awful long time. He has. He really I mean, has. Decades upon decades. This guy knows what he's doing. If he says the market's going down, I'm going to put some weight behind that. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, so now, if we're going to see another 2008, what are you going to do about it? All right? If you weren't happy with what you did during the last market di- market crash, mm-hmm. but they're telling you to do the same thing, and you're thinking, hey, I mean, I, all I can do is is uh, is try and survive through it. If you weren't happy back then, why are you why, why are you doing the same thing now? Yeah, you know what, what kind of sense does this make? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, so you know if you're absolutely convinced that there's nothing that you can do about it, and you and you're not willing to to figure out whether you can or not, all right, then all right, know that it's it's probably coming. Well, and I think some people and have some, prepare, you know, prepare yourself for the pain. I think some people have some doubts in their minds like, oh, I didn't, I didn't go to college for this. I don't, I don't, I'm not very good at finances, all these things. And like I've said before, and like Aaron said before, neither one of us, I mean, I, you don't have a financial degree, do you? No, no. I've got a business degree. Business so I degree. went through all the classes. Yeah. So I have an AA degree for automotive technology Yeah. and I used to work in law enforcement. So I have no background in finances at all. Right. And I've been doing this for the last couple of years and- it, yeah. It's been working for me. I can't say it's going to work for everybody because it matters on the effort that you put in. But Well, yeah, and, and Warren Buffett, if he hasn't proved anything else over the last two months, he has proved that if you are prepared, you don't need to fear. Mm-hmm. All right. His wealth has gone up over the last couple of months while everybody else is you know, feeling that pit in their stomach. Mm-hmm. And if Dan Ackerman is right, and this is going down 85%, think of that, 85%, That's meaning huge. that whatever you had in December of 2021 – will be worth 15% Yikes. of what it was then. So if you have a... In let's the say future, a, if it goes down 80, 85%. A million dollar portfolio, yeah. you'd have $150,000 left. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. I mean, talk about... Uh, it, if that was me, I'd be soiling my armor right now if, yeah. you know, <laughs> if I didn't know how to, how to work with that. So, uh, yeah, um, 
you know, don't, don't do what we did in 2008 and just stay pat. That's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is if you continue to do the same thing over and over expecting different results, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Completely. So if you didn't, if you weren't happy back then, do something different. It might work for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, let's come into one of our classes. Let's see if we can take advantage of that. There are things that you can do just like Warren Buffett did. You want to be like Warren Buffett? You want to figure out how to do it? Come in. You want to be like Goldman Sachs? Because they do very well. They do. Come into one of our classes. We teach you what Goldman Sachs does and, you know, and, and how to actually copy what they do. Well, we, right? and we teach the fundamentals of, follow, of following mm-hmm. these big institutions. They leave footprints behind and we label them as supply and demand because right. that's where they're really buying and that's where they're really selling. Right. And if you guys were listening to the show last week, we had a raffle and it's, it's still going for the core strategy class that teaches just this exactly and yeah. we're raffling one of those classes away for one of you people listening to the radio I'll, who I'll, comes into the preview all you have to do is come to the preview yeah yeah which is the free class that we offer right and you get your name put in that raffle and you could potentially get something that is worth a little over seven thousand dollars yeah just one person though for this month <laughs> <laughs> that's right um yeah and and that is because we're including everything right yes we are including everything with that class that goes along with that particular class mm-hmm. as a class yes um so come in and get registered for you know for the preview attend you get into the raffle and it's worth your time all right uh people have wondered could I trade like Goldman Sachs? I want to, I want to tell you how well Goldman Sachs does all right <laughs> Goldman Sachs in quarter three alone 2021 quarter three did 63 percent profit. That's what uh, that's what CNBC reported. 63 percent profit. Now that's in huge. quarter four, they did just as well. Uh, the whole market during the whole year of 2021 moved only 30 percent. Mm-hmm. All right, it was up 30 percent from the previous year. Goldman Sachs did twice that in just three months, that's and nuts. the next three months they they copied it. <laughs> and, and they did it again. And the previous two, three months, you know, quarters did the same. They thing. did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so trading is working out for Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. Investing and timing the market is working out for Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is be more like them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How are they doing it? What are they doing? And be more like them. These are the things that we teach. Okay. Uh, so yes, self investing does work. You don't have to be. You don't have to think it's mystical. You just have to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Trading, hey, it's working for other people. It might work for you. Come mm-hmm. in and find out, you know. Uh, figure out what they're doing, not just sit there and be amazed at them mm-hmm. or wish it was you and keep working your life away, right? Uh, so come in and, and give us a calling. Just get registered for one of those classes and get your name in that drawing. Um, you would call or you would register by calling 8448 Trader. That's 844-887-2337 or text the word WEALTH to 25029. Again, that's WEALTH to 25029. Okay, one more thing and then we are done. All right, I want to just mention this. AARP recently put out a study and they said that unless we significantly increase uh, taxes and specifically Social Security taxes, and nobody likes paying more taxes, especially during times of inflation. Mm -hmm. Um, 
when their paycheck is already being eaten away, you know, so very unpopular to raise taxes. But unless <laughs> we do, AARP is warning us that Social Security will die by 2034. Wow, that is soon. And that should be scary to everybody. That, that's very scary. You know? Especially if we're going to go a 10 years with a lot of it having inflation and a lot of it having zero returns in the markets. And that means that right about the time people, you know, zero returns and right about the time that ends is when Social Security ends as well. Yeah. You know, if we don't drastically raise uh, taxes. So anyway, strategy of the week. Well, strategy of the week has to be protective puts. Mm Mm-hmm. Or trading like Goldman Sachs. (laughs) Yeah, so follow some rules, have some discipline, and risk management. Exactly. We've got to do both of them, okay? Protective puts helps you to time the market. Mm -hmm. It is an insurance policy. It guarantees you the right to sell your holdings at a certain price, and Mm -hmm. you pick the price, okay? And it's very nice to have an insurance policy that you you sleep better at night, I promise. Yeah, you're not worried if the market gaps down in the morning and it's down 10% because got that insurance that insurance policy and it's beautiful mm-hmm. okay um and trading like goldman sachs hey it, they went through 2008 and guess what they were profitable in 2008 now mm-hmm. i know you're thinking that ah, i remember bailing them out yeah they took the bailout money but they were profitable yeah. <laughs> during that year uh, there you know if you if you doubt that just search up their old um annual reports you'll see Mm-hmm. They were just as profitable then as they were the year before that and the year after that. Yep. So uh, trade like Goldman Sachs, all right? If you want to learn how, give us a call and register for our Power Trading and Investing Workshop. The number is 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word WEALTH to 25029. Again, that's WEALTH to 25029. Attend and get registered in our raffle. We'll see you next week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.